Hi, I'm Daniel Rosenboom, and for 15 years I've traveled the world as a freestyle footballer. Join me in telling the story of the most popular sport that you've never heard of, where I'll be speaking to the big personalities that make freestyle what it is and their amazing journey from the streets to the stage. Are you guys ready? It doesn't matter where you are or who is watching, when it comes to freestyle, all you need is a ball. Yes! Oh yeah! That was insane! Oh yes! Welcome to the world of freestyle. Welcome to the official podcast of the WFFA. Today I'm speaking to Becca from the UK. She's only 16 years old and she became the first world freestyle football youth champion last year. And I think she's going to win many titles more. So I'll train like probably about five or six hours on a weekend and maybe like three hours on a school day. I'm very obsessed with freestyle. Although she's had many problems in her life, such as struggling with her autism and she's partly blind in one eye, she still keeps on freestyling. I cannot wait to see what she's got in store for us in the coming years. Yes, so I'm here with Becca Yugil from the UK, 16-year-old, first ever youth world freestyle football champion. How did it feel when you became a champion? I don't know, like, it, it was quite a crazy feeling because <laughs> it's something that I'd like always dreamed of doing since I like, started freestyle and a dream come true. Was it a bit surreal almost? Yeah like I didn't feel like it was like real kind of just surreal feeling. For the people listening it was an online youth championships so I remember we were doing this live stream and I saw your face backstage and yeah. you were like all excited and like hyped up and I yeah. already knew you were going to win, but you didn't. It was so fun to, to look at you like getting all nervous. And then finally we said, Oh, the winner is back. And then what happened yeah. then? I just remember just like <laughs> sitting there, just trying to think about what I just done. I don't know because I'd spent like so much time on my sets. So it was quite nice to like find out that I'd actually won. Nice, awesome. So l let's go all the way back to the beginning. When was the first time you ever saw freestyle football? Was that online or did you meet someone? How did that um, go? I don't know. So when I was younger, I, I did sort of like a futsal session. Mm -hmm. But then within that, we kind of do like juggling, like this like sort of juggling scheme. So you so were in a, in a team or a five-a-side team? It was almost like... A football session. So at the start of the session for like 20 minutes, maybe we just juggle the ball. Mm -hmm. And then from that, after that, I found out about like proper freestyle, like people like just doing mm -hmm. tricks with the ball. So in the beginning, like when, when you were just uh, kicking the ball with your mates, were you already the best one? Or or what was it? You think it's talent or, or did you just practice the most of everyone? I just remember just like always just being outside, like just trying to just learn new skills and learn new tricks with the ball. So when was the first time? How old were you? Were you like 12, 13 when you got into freestyle? Probably about 12 when I first sort of... It's probably when I did my first around the world was about 12. All right. And when was the first time you went to a competition? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So I went to a competition in March 2019 in the UK. So that was called um, Ultimate Freestyle. Nice. And that was organized by Steve Gray. 
Yes, who's also commentating at the World Championship, so I know him quite well. So um, I, I watched that one. I think Andrew Henderson won that edition of that competition. All right. Because he came back to compete in that one. And then the first time I properly competed was Super Bowl 2019. Yes, and that's where we met as well for yeah. the first time. Yeah. And I still remember, like, it was so clear. I remember I woke up early. I go into the lobby at like 8 a.m. And I see this, with all respect, little girl yeah. <laughs> training like crazy. And I said to Lucaso, who is the organizer of that particular tournament, I said yeah. to him, who's this? Who is she? And he's like, I don't know, but she's so good already. Because you must have trained really, really hard, like straight from the beginning. How many hours do you think in one week do you practice? Because I don't think I've seen anyone around tournaments or in general that trains as much as you do. Yeah, I mean, when I'm at home, it's probably about five or six hours on a weekend and maybe like three hours on a school day. So I'll train like an hour before school and about a couple of hours when I get back. So, okay, so so let me get this straight. <laughs> so you train like three hours a day on weekdays. That's like 15 hours. Yeah. Plus like five, six hours. So you, you train seven days a week? Yeah. Incredible. H have you have you always been like this? Like when you do something, do you go all in? Yeah, like just love freestyle. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just love freestyle. That's just, yeah. But you think it's also like a personality thing you do? Like, for example, when when you were small, right, as a kid, did you do other stuff that you were really into? I, I used to play a lot of football, yeah. And do you think, if you don't mind me asking, do you think the fact that you're on the spectrum, do you think that helps you in freestyle? Yeah, like, I'm very obsessed with freestyle. Yes, yeah. so am I, by the way. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So do you think it helps you? Do you think it helps you focus? Yeah, it, it, definitely, it definitely helps me focus. Like, I won't, like, stop until I've mastered something. Like, I'm obsessed with just, like, landing new tricks. I want to know, like, <laughs> what's going on in your brain? So let's say... Do you pick one trick and then you master it like it's it's like a must? You must do it? Does it feel like that in your head? Yeah. It it completely takes over your brain. Yeah, so, for yeah. example, if you want to land a, a back around the world, yeah. do you write it down? Is it like, a, like you write it down on a piece of paper, like now I have to do three backs or something like that? Or how yeah. does that work? I, I have like a list of tricks that like I want to land before like the end of the year. So tell me, what's, what's like the number one thing? <laughs> what's on the top of Becca's list? Probably like, I've always wanted to do a three rev. <laughs> a three rev. All right. So, so okay, let's say you want to learn a three rev. Yeah. What, what, what kind of steps, like how will you get there? Do you have it structured out? Uh, so is it like, I want to learn a double revolution? So for the people yeah. listening, a double revolution is going with your foot twice around the ball and then touching it. And three rev is even harder. So just like... Training a few walk two revs and then like more like consecutive two revs. Exactly. So you like want to do lemons, lemons to build up to the... Yeah, yes. yeah. Stuff awesome. like that. Because I'm not the best at like lemons, mm -hmm. I think I train a bit of like alt home Tizani. So mm -hmm. I don't know whether it'd be something more like score a move, maybe. All right. I don't know. Cool. I think you will get there. Yeah. So it might be a while, but... One thing I'm wondering, like, so you get the Super Bowl for the first time, your mm -hmm. first big international competition. Like, how yeah. did it feel when you got to see other people with the same passion? Was it, like, weird or did you felt at home straight away with all the other people? Yeah, I mean, it's like you watch like, all these videos of, like, mm -hmm. Super Bowl and stuff. And then when you get there, it's almost, you see all, like, everyone training. It's just, like, you just can't believe what you're seeing. Like, it's definitely different, like, 
seeing freestyle in person. Mm-hmm. It just seems so much more like incredible when you, more impressive. Yeah, is it motivating for you to meet other people with the same? Oh yeah, like after Super Bowl, I'm so motivated just to train and everything. It's just. So do you think that sometimes that you're thinking too much about freestyle is is also a problem like in your daily life? Is it hard to focus on anything Mm. else? Yeah. So when like I've got to do homework and I want to train and. Yes. (laughs) What what does mom say about this? Is that Becca? Now you got to (laughs) focus. When I had to do my GCSE exams, like Mm -hmm. I had to do a lot of revision for those. Yes. Yeah. It was hard to get myself. That wasn't the most fun part. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. No. So while you're starting, you're thinking, oh, I want to practice. I want to practice. Like that? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm Becky Hugel from the UK, and this is All You Need Is A Ball, the official podcast of the WFFA. If we're thinking about the future, like, Mm -hmm. what are your ambitions? Is it all about the competing? Is it about pushing yourself? Like, what do you want to do? My my main goal one day would be to win Super Bowl. All right. I think that would that would be amazing. Which is the Open World Freestyle Football Championships, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, just see how far I can go. Really. Is there someone you look up to in the scene? Hmm. I look up to a lot of freestylers for like different reasons. Mm-hmm. I like Shimo style, like mm-hmm. the fast sort of like all round. Mm-hmm. Lucas lowers. Nice. So would you say like those kind of uh, around the world type of tricks are your favorites? Is it also because it's the repetitiveness of things yeah. that you really enjoy? Yeah, I just like seeing how many I could do. I don't know. All right. I've heard rumors that you've done like 150 around the world. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. So, yeah. So for the people that are listening, it's, it's maybe good to understand how incredible this is because you can go with your foot around the ball once. You know, we've seen it on TV, the Ronaldos, the Messis of these world. They can do a trick or two, right? But Becca can do 150 consecutive around the world, which is the most someone has ever done. And I'm not just talking about the women. It's men and women. You have the world record in around the world. And you haven't even put it online. (laughs) You're too humble. I don't know whether I actually, I don't know whether I still, I think, I think I might still have the clip. Don't tell me you deleted (laughs) it. (laughs) No, but I've seen you do more than 100, so don't yeah. worry. We, we, we believe you. Yeah, so it's yeah. incredible. Like, how long did it take you to do 150 around the world? Well, like, the time it took me to get to, like... No, I mean, like, how, how, how many... Does it took you two years of practicing every day, or how does it work? Oh, so, yeah, probably many hours. So in, like, lockdown, mm-hmm. in England, we had a lockdown for maybe six months or something like that. Yes. So... I just, that was just me just training constantly <laughs> because there was nothing else to do. So, I, yeah. And I don't think there's much going on in Harrogate anyway. <laughs> no, no, it's it's not the it's not the biggest town ever. It's not London. No, no, no it's no, not no. London. <laughs> <laughs> but it maybe suits you. So um, you, you have a brother as well, right? Uh, yeah, so he, he plays football mm-hmm. for uh, Burnley. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's good? <laughs> yeah. Sensitive subject. Now I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> But um, were you a good football player as well? Yeah, so I played like from about 11 to mm-hmm. about 14. I played uh, like academy football mm-hmm. for uh, York City. Nice. And I actually went to like 
a regional England camp while I was there oh, nice. for football. So you were pretty decent. It's okay, you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another thing is like, do you feel that the community is really helping you as a freestyler? Uh, yeah, so like everyone's just like motivates each other to like keep on training. And it's just when you're at Super Bowl, like there's never a more... It's like a family almost, yeah, isn't it? It's like a family sort of atmosphere. It's yeah. nice, yeah. And and do you do you feel that you're getting something at freestyle football that you don't really like feel at home? Is there a difference? Is there a different Becca in freestyle yeah. football than there is, let's say, in school? So like normally at school I'm I'm very quiet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't really talk much when I'm at school. Mm-hmm. But like is, com- is that also a confidence thing? Because you know you're good at freestyle football, you're more there to be yourself and things like this yeah like because at school it might it might not be the coolest thing to just kick a football about i think it is yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely cool so yeah so freestyle football you want to become a world champion that's your main goal right yeah and what do you think happens if you become a world champion you think you lose your motivation or you think you want to win it like 10 times more I don't know. Yeah, I I think I'd just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> keep on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that I said like eight years ago. Maybe it's time uh, to stop doing this, but I'm still around. So yeah, uh, <laughs> once you get into it, you're hooked, and uh, you don't want to stop. Yeah, it's like Andrew Henderson. Like, just keeps on. Yeah, he's the like, male. I don't know how many world. I don't know how many champion. championships he's got. No, I think we lost count like six, seven yeah, times. Maybe he's something doing more like, that. like social media stuff now, though. Yes. So also notice another thing that you have limited vision in one eye. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how how is that even possible? Like, how, how many percent do you see, like, with with your eyes? So, yeah, I don't I don't really know how to explain it, but yeah, but you have good one good and one bad eye. Or yeah. How does it work? Basically, basically one good, one bad eye. So. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing tricks on my right, right foot, I can see the ball a lot better yes. than when I'm doing it on my... So it's blurry foot. on the other side, or... Yeah. Basically. Basically, yeah. I cannot believe how is that <laughs> even possible. If I close one eye, right, and I try to juggle, I see absolutely nothing. How do you, <laughs> how do you, are you used to it? Or has it always been like this? I mean, I guess it's, it's what I'm used to. So I've kind of just like adapted but, to... But is it getting sort of, worse or has it always been like that? Are you uh, born like this? Uh, just born like that, yeah. All right. Like it won't get worse. So are you done with like high school now? I don't know what kind of system you have in the oh, UK. But... Um, so in September, mm-hmm. starting um, college. Yes. So in the UK, you have high school from like 11 to 16. And then afterwards, you go f- to college for like 16 to 18. And then it's like university mm-hmm. in the All UK. Right. Yeah. And what do you want to study then? So I'm studying sports science, that sort of thing. Not surprised yeah. at all. Not surprised at all. So maybe yeah. you can work within sports, organizing yeah. events or who knows. Yeah. Maybe you can interview me in a few years' time. <laughs> it will be fun. Yeah. So how important for you is the support of your like mom? Because I see she's always traveling with you oh, everywhere. Yeah. So she's very supportive. So she'll take me to all the competitions and very supportive of me like doing freestyle and like entering all the competitions and you think you will go by yourself one day yeah yeah. one day yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe not this year not next year but one day nice nice (laughs) is there anything you want the people to know about you like is there anything we've missed i went to uh london to go on like um good morning britain which is like 
a television show in the UK. Yes. And so we went to get breakfast. And when I was leaving breakfast, <laughs> I left the ball under the table and these waiters had to chase me and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> was that before you went on TV? Uh, no, that was afterwards. After. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how did the performance go? Did it go well? Oh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And when it doesn't work out on stage, like how do you deal with the frustration? Just scream at your mom. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that yeah. Um, so I find when I'm battling, like when you first get on stage, mm -hmm. it's like quite bad. But then, like once you do the first few tricks, you kind of like get into like when you're doing like lows, like get into your combo. It's a lot better. Like just so because sometimes, for example, the other day when I saw you on stage. It wasn't going as you planned it. Yeah. And then I can see the frustration. Like, <laughs> do you go and train even harder or what, what's the process there? Yeah, just try and like reset and like calm down and go again. Yeah, exactly. Just keep on going, keep on yeah. going. All right, lovely. I think that's kind of it for today. So uh, yeah. thank you, Becca. It was a pleasure having you here today on this podcast. And um, yeah, wish you all the best. Thank you. was awesome to talk to Becca. She's a young, talented girl, so has so much potential in freestyle and in life, and I cannot wait to find out what she's got in store for us. Don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are listening to the show, because there are more awesome guests on the way that I can't wait for you to hear. You can also check out the WFFA website and social channels on Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram as well. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you the next time. And remember, all you need is a ball. This podcast was produced by Voice Work Sports for the World Freestyle Football Association. Sports Social Podcast Network.